Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the Dual Screens podcast. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a good one. I feel this game looks all sorts of crazy. Joining me this week is Jordan Moki, creator of Conscript, an upcoming survival horror game inspired by the classics of the genre, set in 1916 during the Great War. Fantastic war. <laughs> Jordan, welcome to the show. How's it going, buddy? I'm good. Thank you for uh, thank you for having me. It's good to be here. It's a weird thing, the Great War. Mm-hmm. That I'm term always movie. always got me it's a little kind strange. of terrible, like, actually. <laughs> yeah, like in, in in history class, I was always like, why is this thing called the Great War? Yeah, yeah. Well, they thought that it would be the uh, the last war or the war to end all right wars. right uh, well you know how a, that works so. if a war can spawn a game that looks this good then there's something great <laughs> about it, might it be, obviously yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh god the dog is like in the background whining i love it already we're off to a great start right. so mine uh probably mine will probably go off any second yeah. now, so there could be two of them <laughs> um before we get into the game and how amazing it looks and all that fun stuff i do want to kind of get your reaction four years you're working on this game and then bam you're part of gamescom ign awesome indies walk me through the emotional reaction seeing your game just like up there on a huge platform for the world to sort of see for the first time what was that like for you oh my god it was (laughs) it, it was it was crazy it's just been such a crazy like um three four months now Mm. because of those kind of events um oh man it was it was just crazy because like you said it's just been such a such a grind like so many years kind of doing this with not you know not that much recognition like i I do have quite a few fans which is which is good but in the grand Mm. scheme of things it's not like i'm not massive yet (laughs) so to, to have um to have it displayed i can't remember what what the uh the amount of viewers was live but it was definitely in the like multiple tens of thousands right and um i thought the it broadcasted at like i think it was like three or four a.m here so i had to get up early and i was just like half asleep and the adrenaline from it woke me up pretty quickly though and yeah i was just watching the trailer uh run live on ign and uh, i made the mistake of like reading the comments yeah like, i was gonna say that's, that's a risky move like it's one yeah, thing to like, hot. here's yeah. like my trailer, like put it on your yeah. channel and just like show it for promotion whenever you want. Not here's a live show where people are brutal in the comment section and yeah. <laughs> generally piss on non AAA games. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I, yeah. Yeah. That's what happened. I was reading it and people were going, where's Battlefield 2042? And I was like, guys, this is an indie show. <laughs> like, didn't you read like, the schedule clearly said that this was the indie show and you guys are just... This isn't Grand Theft Auto thumb, 6. Thumb, yeah, exactly. You, you guys are uh, thumbing it down because it's not um, Battlefield. But I think once that wave of people kind of dissipated in, and then when they like uploaded the video separately in the channel, mm-hmm. you know, their the response was like really amazing because you have people with like normal IQ levels. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Those with like um, really no good reading comprehension all skills. Just, yeah. The non-smooth-brained yeah. individuals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, nah, it was all in all, the, the response was really good. Um, mm. And I was just, it was such a, like a, a weight off my shoulders because like 
I'm not very good at, well, first of all, I'm not very good at making trailers or like the whole marketing aspect of things. It's not something that I enjoy mm. or like look forward to, but it's kind of just something that I've had to force myself to, to do because I don't, I don't, I've spent so much time with this and I don't want to, don't want it to fail. So um, yeah, I'm not particularly good at it, but it kind of paid off in that instance. So I'm, I'm glad that I kind of put the work in and made that trailer and got all that stuff done. But yeah, it was good. All in all, it was good to, to answer the question. <laughs> right. And you know, you don't have this huge publishing arm, like to no. go to bat for you to get you on exactly. that showcase. Yeah. What was they even like even getting your game a chance in the spotlight? Is it, yeah. you reaching out to them saying hey here's my game you have this thing coming or do they like curate their own so list of indies in a sense it's it is submission based mm. um i couldn't even remember that i signed up for it to be honest i think the submissions <laughs> was like months and months before as these things usually are and i just got this email like because I, I sign up for as many things as i can i think mm. that's what you should be doing as an indie is just basically right. like um you know throw a bunch of stuff at the wall and just see what sticks because the reality is is you're going to be rejected by like nine out of ten of these events and i have exhausting yeah it is it's really demoralizing <laughs> it's, it's it's terrible it's terrible and you gotta do that and make your game yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah and then when you get rejected it's hard not to feel like your game's worthless and you're wasting your time like, you know what i mean it's just the way it goes um but you just got to keep like just keep signing up and some of some of them are paid as well and sometimes then sometimes you waste money Mm. just submitting and it's just like but these are the things you got to do and um, eventually one of them you know will pick it up and i was very lucky that it was ign like that was that was crazy um because lord knows i've been rejected a lot of times submitting to big shows like that you um, should go back in all the lesser shows and be like listen guys ign said yeah so you can suck <laughs> suck a big fat wet one while you're at it <laughs> hey, hey i'm tempted i don't worry don't worry i remember <laughs> everybody who rejected me in, in any capacity oh like my God. Any, along this whole indie process like whether it's publishers whether it's shows like i remember i'll never God. forget so you're like you're like um it's like the michael jordan meme like i took it personally <laughs> yeah exactly yeah but it, it, it's it's hard not to when it's when it's your when it's your game that you've been working mm. on for so long you know it's like i understand like you know how a lot of indie developers have mental breakdowns <laughs> like because it's just it's hard it, it's hard and it's right. it's hard not to take everything personally but you, you do have to kind of divorce yourself from these things because you know it is right. there are so many indie games and you're gonna miss out like it's a lot it's and it pains me that a game that looks this well produced and is it's it ticks off all my boxes it has mm. that kind of classic psx aesthetic to it it's survival horror and i had no idea it was a thing until i saw this trailer at the show oh so you, you saw it at uh, ign yeah oh that's cool because awesome. i was yeah. like what is this game why haven't i heard it before it mm. I, I was like cool. I was mad at myself for not knowing it existed. <laughs> yeah. Because I try yeah, to keep easy. an eye out yeah. for these things. Again, there's just so yeah, many things yeah. to follow. And exactly. Yeah. So easy. let's get to the game. I kind of yeah. gave a little brief summation about what is your elevator pitch for what conscript is? Well, it's um it's simply just a World <laughs> War One uh, survival horror game. That's hmm. that's what it is. It's a top-down World War One survival horror game. Um, that's as simple as it gets. And that's like, 
pretty accurate description as well. So. Right. One of the things that, I mean, it's the aesthetic that grabs you when you first see when you first see it in action. It's it has that PlayStation One kind of vibe. It, it I feel like it's taking sound effects right from Resident Evil, mm-hmm. like when you're walking on the wooden floors, the reloading, the yep. bullet yep. going firing off your gun. I feel like if my eyes were shut, someone's playing <laughs> through Resident Evil yeah 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 that's what it sounds like to me yeah that's that's that was the goal it was really (laughs) focused on the sound design because it's such an important part of even like yeah things like the footsteps you know these are these are little things that i guess people don't most people don't really notice but if they weren't there you would also notice because it makes such a big difference to the Mm. overall package the sound design and just making sure sound effects are like really crunchy and um so yeah you're right and then doing this whole top-down perspective it, it reminds me of like those really polished like late late generation game boy advance kind of games mm-hmm. in a sense yeah, yeah also yeah yeah so it's like some really wild and funky stuff going yeah, on so yeah. <laughs> it, it was honestly it was all just kind of an accident like i didn't really uh, how do i put this like i never really envisioned the game to ever end up like this but it, mm. it was just kind of a mix of things that like the art style for example was just something that i just kind of stumbled upon and then i just found that it, it worked and it was manageable for me that was the most important thing was that it was manageable um, because this is my first game and right. you know i couldn't really be bothered it's not that i could be bothered i just didn't have time to start learning 3d and all that because when i first envisioned getting into game development what i um was seeing in my mind was you know, like 3D, like a, a fixed camera style game, mm. like the old Resident Evils. Right. But I just, there was just way too much to learn. And I just, you know, kind of settled on this top down um, art style, which I'm glad I did because I feel like it's pretty unique. Mm. Um, so I feel like it kind of worked out for the best. Uh, even though at first I was like, oh, I wish this was 3D, but I think it all worked out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've seen so many games that try to just mimic or emulate that fixed camera tank control style of classic ps1 survival horror which is great but then to see your game which is like you know what i think i'm gonna go in a little bit of a different direction kind Mm. of accidentally as it were but still i think it really comes through yeah yeah i mean yeah because it is kind of the i don't want to say fashionable but it is kind of the thing that a lot of indie developers are doing now is mm. you know ps1 style uh art styles which i love like i really yeah. love nothing nothing against it at all huge fan yeah it's awesome I, I love it and like i said that's what i originally wanted the game to be but um there is a co- quite a bit of it now but mm-hmm. you know what it's i like it so <laughs> there's a lot of it but it exists in its own little like bubble yeah, in right. a very special yeah. corner on itch.io that's true that's true but like yeah. and again seeing this kind of style in a big indie show i was like oh shit like people notice that this art style still yeah. exists yeah yeah let's not God. forget it because it's <laughs> i think yeah. it's one of my favorite aesthetics in gaming like that lo-fi yeah. kind of vibe where things are just crunchy enough that you can't tell what the hell it is at some mm. points mm-hmm. and for horror especially it lends it so well yeah, exactly yep 
So what are we doing in this game? What's the basic gist? Walk us to the, the core gameplay of Conscript. What does that look like? Yeah, I mean, the core gameplay loop is really much like those old survival horror games. You're um, exploring, first and foremost. Exploration is like the most important part of any survival horror game. You're, you know, resource managing, finding items, um, surviving, <laughs> fighting enemies. Um, surviving horror, you know, the usual. Yeah, surviving the horror. <laughs> That's what you're doing. Um, yeah, so it's it's yeah that that's that's it. Surviving, collecting uh, items and, and, and ammo, and although they will be scarce, mm. and planning your way around the map. And obviously, there's a story, and the story is you know you're trying to find your missing in action brother during the Battle of the Gun mm. uh, as a French soldier. So that's like the overarching you know, uh, motivation. But everything there is pretty much classic survival horror. Yeah, there's even like a little bit of a. Resident Evil 4 merchant dude going yeah, on yeah, as well. Yeah, That's yeah. like yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah, I had to I had to put him in. I was like, he, he was actually um he was actually a stretch goal for back when I did the Kickstarter that didn't even actually reach, but I was like, nah, I have stuff that I, I gotta put him in. Like he's too good not to put in. And I just had this character in my mind and I just love I love the merchant from uh, four and in eight. I just think it's such a it's such a cool mechanic. Yeah, the one in eight really grew on me. Yeah, yeah. Because like yeah. I love fours, but like eight was just yo. Yeah, that's how you. Awesome. That's how you evolve yeah. that concept. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this yeah. giant like blob of a dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's an accurate description. <laughs> I'm always curious to ask this of folks who are special enough to create horror titles because it is a very yep. difficult genre to pull off. How do you know when your game is scary? Mm. What's what's the telltale sign for you? Because I'm sure mm. you consume tons of horror media, like yeah, your entire life. I feel like most horror devs I have a, like a kinship with. Like you grew up on horror, I would imagine, watching yeah, horror that's... movies, playing horror games. Do so you know what it takes? What the formula could be to mm. scare someone? But how do you know what you're creating is scary yeah it's it's hard because when you work on something for so long you just become completely numb to it and like completely numb to it like i can't even stress it enough like i, I can't really even tell what's good and what's bad anymore or what's scary and what's not scary because i you know i see this every day i work on it every day but um there's a, there's a few things i think like I said, sound design is one of them, and I'm pretty confident in my sound design abilities. Um, atmosphere, which also ties into sound design. Mm. Um, I guess even making sure that those core survival horror gameplay mechanics are solid also mm. in turn uh, kind of influences how scary the game is because when you're strapped for ammo and you're strapped for resources, like you're and the, and the stakes are higher, the, the player is going to be more scared uh, intrinsically, if that makes sense. Right, right, right. Um, but apart from that, it's, still, it's also just a lot of uh, feedback. And But like you said, when, when you've kind of played all these games to death, all the classic Star Wars games since you were a kid, you kind of just know in a, in a weird way. Like I, I can't even really pinpoint it, but I just kind of know what will work from a survival horror sense and what mm. won't well 
even if I don't know 100%, like I have a pretty good ballpark of what will work. Um, that, that's, a, that's a kind of a vague answer, but it's hard to True, describe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Because like yeah. invoking genuine terror is it comes from within so it's it's yeah. a matter of doing that as you're creating you get that sense like this this yeah. is gonna work yeah and, i know um, this another, will work yeah yeah and uh the setting as well for me has been like very important in mm. in in doing that because yeah the whole reason i settled on world war one was because it was like absolutely terrifying Mm. um like the conditions just even just watching footage it's just like it was a really horrific war uh it was brutal um so being able to kind of just study history and read like uh read accounts and read journals and read letters and all that i mean for me personally like that's that's scarier than any kind of you know Ooga booga, scary monster that right. I can like make up. Ooga booga. Like, <laughs> oh, I love it. So yeah, I just that that's also another kind of selling from the games that the horror comes from the setting and it comes from right. the history and it comes from it comes from yeah the setting. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was trying to search like in my brain for horror games that that are set during a war. And I really couldn't think of any that it's came not, to mind yeah, immediately. Because yeah. yeah. you know, we had the cliche, the spooky mansion, the sleepy town. Yeah, exactly. You know, the teenagers, you know, yeah. at, a, at a campsite, like all the cliches, all the stereotypes that, you know, which are exactly. great and are effective. But you would think during a war, it's, it's horrific. It's like the yeah. perfect grounds for it to tell a really great horror story. Yeah, exactly right. Because you don't have to make anything up. And I was like pretty, when I first started this whole, well, not when I started the process, but when I first settled on the fact that I was going to do a war theme horror game, mm-hmm. like I was genuinely like shocked that this hadn't existed yet. Mm-hmm. Um, like hadn't existed properly. And I was even shocked that I was able to get the conscript name, to be honest. I thought that would have been taken by some game. That's a pretty dope name, too, I might add. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with it. I love that, because it's so yeah, yeah. aggressive. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, oof. Tingly. And you can also, like, you know, I don't want to look too far into the future, obviously, because, like, I've got so much. <laughs> I can't even look past today. Like, to be honest with you, I've just always done so much work. With it. But if everything goes to plan, you know, it would be my dream to, like, keep uh keep making conscript games and, and turn it into a franchise and explore oh, yeah. all different kinds of wars because it's not just dependent on the world war one theme conscript can be applied to any any war ever really so mm-hmm. well listen jordan i don't want to like get your hopes up uh coming on this show <laughs> bring some level of I've, success i've made it <laughs> playing right now fall guys Splitgate. <laughs> Some big, some big Damn. names that were on the show and they were not too huge. And then fame struck. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Mom, I made it. Mom. Yeah, I would make a short list of yacht names. I'm just, that's all I'm going to tell you. That's all I'm going to tell you. What led you to this particular setting? Was it always in the back of your mind or was it just, I want to make a horror game and then, okay, what can I, where do I go? with the desire to make a horror game 
so hmm. it was I, I always kind of had my mindset on a horror game mm. and to be honest with you that's purely because when i first started learning game development i was just playing a lot of horror games at the time yes. and you know I, I do love the genre like i always have but it was just kind of a coincidence that that was this just i was going through like a horror game marathon at the time and mm. i was like you know what this would just uh, seem like a fun game to make fun style of game to make so i always had that idea of making a horror game at first and then because at the time i was also studying um history at there university yeah, so it just kind of naturally kind of fell into my hands in a way because I was I was trying to settle on a time period or trying to settle on a, on a setting. And at first I wanted to just like do a whole bunch of things completely out of scope for a one-man team. Like I wanted mm. to have the player like time travel and go through. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, and it was just like <laughs> I tried that for like a month and I was like, this is just ridiculous. And then i was like i have to settle on a um on a setting and i've always been really fascinated with world war one because mm -hmm. yeah like i said it was just so uniquely horrific and so i just thought yeah and and i i was like there's really not many games this is such an underutilized uh, time period in games yeah you know, everyone's done world war ii exactly like, oh. it's a very underrated yeah, war yeah. you know it gets no credit yeah yeah i agree you know, if you I got agree, no hitler no one cares about it that's yeah exactly that's what it seems like <laughs> yeah yeah when there's no like binary good and evil people right like right it anymore. <laughs> it's like yeah um so yeah it's just kind of naturally happened and then once i started like making the first kind of test maps like in the trenches and stuff like that i was like yeah this is this is it yeah this so, is the one this is the one what are what games do you look to for inspiration when you're crafting your vision for horror the classics always mm. the classics the uh the resident evils specifically uh one two the classics so one to three and i'm also throwing in a bit of four mm. into conscript as well because well for a while i kind of struggled with the fact that because the, the game takes place in a war and spoiler alert there's no zombies it's like there's no there's no there's no supernatural creatures at all so right it's just gonna be basically human versus human right and the real monsters <laughs> the real monsters yeah 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 <laughs> and generally speaking humans don't like shuffle around and like walk really slowly towards the player and like try to eat their brains so the combat had to be a bit more fast-paced to compensate and that's where i'm kind of taking cues from like resident evil 4. right um so it's just a bunch of it's just a big mixture of everything that i love from classic survival horror games a lot of atmosphere from silent hill mm. a lot of sound design from silent hill as well and um you know even i know the dark wood comparison gets thrown out there a lot mm -hmm. and, which is like awesome to be compared to because I, I haven't actually finished that game but i have absolutely loved what i've played um so that comparison gets thrown in there a lot and yeah that's just the classics is the answer how how do you go about developing ai for human enemies in a horror game because i feel <laughs> zombies monsters might be a little bit easier to yeah to get in there but now you're dealing with 
what's supposed to be human adversaries who can have higher brain functions, hopefully, and can yeah. be more cunning <laughs> than your average zombie or your you know rotting yeah. corpse of a dog. How does that look on the design end? Well, there's a lot of like me slamming my head against the desk, really, <laughs> right. really violently, and like <laughs> losing a lot of brain cells. <laughs> AI has been the hardest. By so far, there is the one hardest. zombie then. <laughs> yeah, I'm the zombie. Yeah, spoiler alert: the developer is the zombie. <laughs> um, AI has been the hardest, the hardest part to like design. So it, it has been a headache, and like eighty mm. percent of the bugs. <laughs> ever in like the the past demos has been purely because of the ai um oh boy yeah it's, it's been especially because like i said I'm, I'm this is my first ever game so i'm just kind of making everything up as i go just learning on the spot and like like i've never programmed ai systems before so i've had to kind of just somehow work out how to do this stuff but anyway um the question was how do i go about making yeah. humans right compared to some of this yeah how did you uh, do I, it? I go on a lot of tangents. <laughs> That's totally fine. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, obviously zombies are slow. They kind of dumb. So one thing that I wanted to, it's, it's such a hard balance because you want the player to feel overwhelmed because there's going to be fast. There's going to be a lot of fast paced enemies moving towards them, but you also don't want it to be too realistic in mm. that they're just going to get surrounded and like killed instantly, which was a design kind of issue I was having with the last demo where at the first few patches, it was a bit too hard where I think the enemies were a bit too fast, a bit too aggressive and people were having a hard time. So there's a few um, small things you can do. Like, you know, I, I kind of got all these uh, design ideas from Resident before where even though the player is surrounded, only really one or two enemies at a time will actually approach the player mm. and the rest will kind of just hang back and just kind of right. look threatening in the background. Mm. Um, so I've kind of tried to do things like that to balance it. Uh, what else? I'm trying to think what else Resident Evil 4 does. It, it's, it's mainly just like the illusion of being surrounded. Right. Whereas, yeah, only really, the player is only really engaging with like one or two at a time. Right. And then when you, when you kill them. I, I like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And when you kill one, you know, the next two will come or whatever. And um, yet somehow in all of that war setting, human opponents, guns ablazing, it doesn't feel like an action game at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's what I was hoping. Um, that's what I was hoping because it is such a hard balance to, to strike because the minute that you start adding things like sprinting, which I did, mm. and like um, and like dodging, then people just subconsciously kind of think that it's an action game. Mm. So it's been really hard to balance, like, how do I add these mechanics and, and keep it fast paced, but also, also make sure that players are aware that this isn't like Rambo simulator. Right. You know? So that, that has been hard, but I, I feel like I've kind of struck a good balance uh, right now. Right, because, you know, the issue there is like the second it, it strays, towards an action game your brain goes in a different area completely exactly yeah and it says well now i'm just trying to get through a horde of enemies and the fear is removed entirely from the equation yeah exactly so when's it coming out (laughs) the big question (laughs) when's when's this bad boy coming out (laughs) yeah i mean i'm i'm not committing to it to a hard and fast date Mm-hmm. 
again because I've done, I've done that before and just I am a one man team and the problem with being a one man team is that life happens and when life happens it's not like anyone else can pick up you know where I've left off right but um, it's just but, you and and you and you yeah. there's no like <laughs> yeah. someone like where's your game Jordan it's like no that is true that Look is true, mirror, Jordan uh, we're going to push back to date okay Jordan yeah that's 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 that is true but there's also a lot of self-inflicted uh, pressure mm. as a solo developer. There is a lot of, most of the pressure is from myself. Like I'll admit that, <laughs> like, and I know that I'm trying to, trying to get better at managing that, but yeah. Self-imposed um, crunch working like it, crazy it hours. <laughs> it, it, well, it is, it, it literally is. Um, Cause when, when you've, when you're trying to, I'm about to go off on another tangent. I'll answer, I'll no, answer the it. release date question first. <laughs> You're trying to um, avoid the release date question. <laughs> no, nah, look, it's 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 going to be next year sometime. Whether that's fair enough, yeah. Whether that's like Q2 or Q3 or Q4, I don't know. It just depends. I'm going to work really hard over Christmas and try to get as much done as possible. I can but... start bothering you on January 1st, 2022. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I don't. It's, it sounds like, you know, it's what everyone says, but it'll be out when it's ready and when I'm like 100% confident in it because, yeah, nothing nothing good happens when, when you're rushing these things and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, people are a lot less forgiving these days, I feel. Like, you know, recently with um, yeah. Cyberpunk um, and then yeah. just the other day, with that Grand Theft Auto the trilogy, yeah, yeah. holy yeah. shit, yeah, I I, I kind of love to see it in a lot of ways because uh, I yeah. love when the big guys kind of fail on that level, yeah. Because so like, why? Because then yeah, you're right. Then it spreads <laughs> down, and, and everyone realizes like, oh, it's best we just wait. There's so many games anyway. It's like <laughs> right. You know. And I was watching some videos, and I was just cracking up. Like I'm just gonna put these on the old emulator and. Yeah. play them yeah. in a much better quality yeah how was that rain i couldn't i couldn't get oh my god rain. the rain it was like yeah. raining like like yeah. pins <laughs> i was yeah. like what is yeah. this Dude, that's 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 real horror right there that's that is true horror yeah <laughs> that i should do true that horror. That's true. just the player can't see anything <laughs> yeah you know it's it's odd like again you mentioned there's no supernatural components or but you would think war psychological trauma you could you could sort of lean into that a little bit with some yeah, spooky yep. imagery and i've thought about it a lot yeah i have thought about it a lot yeah um there is there is a lot that can be done but and you know what i still might i still might so you never know but you know what you gotta do though i think given your inspirations of the ps1 era specifically of horror is you need like some sort of goofy unlockable outfit, like a two, like a, like a two, oh yeah, like a two piece <laughs> bikini, some like death laser yeah. gun, yeah, at, like at your fourth playthrough. There will be a lot of crazy weapons. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one thing I miss the most, like playing Silent Hill like four times for a chainsaw. Yeah, well, nowadays or a katana. DLC, aren't yeah. They? All those kind of things. Yeah. 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 Or it's a pre-order bonus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Man, I would I used to work uh, for got, my bonuses back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same, same. 
Don't worry, I got you covered. I got you covered. Good. <laughs> um, what what's it like when you're designing a game with no there's no oversight because it's your yeah. you're a one man team essentially, and there's no publisher to say you know what that idea is too far. When do you know when you've taken things too far, <laughs> or have yeah. you not reached that point yet? Is it just all of my uh, ideas are great and I don't care what anyone says? No, no, no. Some uh, some of my ideas are not great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, time travel notwithstanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was the worst. <laughs> um that's a good question yeah that's a good question i guess hmm, scope creep is always is always something that you're, mm, because yep. you always do that want term. to add that extra mechanic yeah or mm. add that extra thing and i probably have been guilty of that a little bit in the past but i do feel like now i've kind of got that perfect set of mechanics where i'm really happy with it and adding anything more will just well, first of all, it will just make bugs, which I don't want to fix. Mm. Um, yeah, it's. I guess as long as, as I'm adhering to the kind of theme of of war themed horror, mm. then I'm good. But that's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, like I've always heard this term. Like developers, they always want to extend the player. Like they don't want to. They kind of they want to build on an existing set of ideas and mechanics that you can just stretch out but not build a lot of new things that sort of interrupt or go against mm. the initial foundation yeah yeah but again you know you want to put like flight or <laughs> some weird yeah, shit yeah, like yeah yeah of course <laughs> um, no this game needs farming that's what it needs <laughs> <laughs> It needs an anime protagonist, then I'll probably get double the sales. <laughs> it needs some sort of monster taming component. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I'm putting uh, POWs in cages and yeah, I make them yeah. fight in this oh, weird minigame. Yeah. Pokemon style. <laughs> you see, those yeah. are the best ideas. Yeah, yeah. The exactly. worst ideas are the best ideas. Yeah. I'm, like the sky, I'm like the Sky Mall of bad ideas, Jordan. So yeah. it's just. <laughs> You've come to the right place. <laughs> That's right. I'm, I'm guilty. Like I said, the time travel thing, that was just ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I'm, has, I'm guilty of it myself. Yeah. Right. <laughs> given that your game has been given a much bigger platform with the recent yep. showing at Gamescom, have folks reached out to you on the publishing side? Just to, to, oh, yeah. To like, yeah. hey, we, we want to put your game in our library and make it ours yeah. and... Yeah, yeah, it's it's quite a few at this point, mm. which I'm, which is good, good, good position to be in, mm. and, and I'm grateful for that. Um, but to be honest, so it's really hard to, as a as a one man team, it's really hard to know what the best route going forward is. I'm, I'm I've kind of been at a bit of a crossroads mm. over the past few weeks, um, deciding what I want to do because. Mm. I've kind of proven to myself that I am capable of doing everything, but at the same time, I also know that my mental energy is only so finite. And right. by the time this is done, like I might not be able to do everything by myself, uh, if that makes sense. So that's when I will yeah. have to look, look for help. Um, yeah. And what else? Because yeah, making yeah. the game is like a small part of game development. There's marketing, yeah. there's exactly it's like yeah. 
here you finished your game after like four years great now the real work starts yeah it's exactly like, excuse it's... me i just spent the last four years of my life consumed exactly. in this project eating it yep. shitting it every day yep. <laughs> <laughs> and now i have to like yeah go to like events yeah. and talk about it constantly and yeah yeah memorize a script god exactly right yeah it's like it's like when i tell people like in my real life um you know that, that like or if i like meet someone that you know i haven't spoken to since high school or something and you know you, you tell each other what you're doing and oh game development like they, they think that they think that it's like playing minecraft or something and that like 100 percent of it is just like placing a I want to put a tree here. Like that design part of it is like so little, <laughs> like compared to all the other stuff you have to do. Like I wish that's what it was. Right. Um, I wish that's what it was, but that is like between like the programming, the marketing, the sound. That is like such a small part of it. Um, although I am kind of at the part now where most of my effort is going to be concentrated towards that, which is good. Mm-hmm. I have to kind of retrain myself how to be creative, which is. Mm-hmm fun um but yeah it's just there's it's so much to it there's so much to it yeah and you know like the trade shows are coming back in effect next year i just got my pax yeah. east mm. uh, notification like hey it's coming back after two years i was like oh my god i miss i miss meeting devs on the show floor mm. yeah and just hearing them speak about their games but like it's like 60 percent enthusiastic because they're, they're just so worn down from the weekend <laughs> like, yeah here's yeah. my game like here's yeah, the, the same <laughs> my, the same six lines i've said to like yeah every yeah. person every half hour of the day yeah the last two days yeah, yeah get so ready I, actually, I don't want to discourage you but get ready for that yeah yeah so i, I was supposed to be at pax australia um, mm-hmm. in october but because of the last lockdown that was cancelled um it just replaced with like an, an online thing which was still good but so i've, I've actually had that I haven't had that experience yet, but um, it'll come. It'll come eventually, which I'm looking forward to. Australia is um, like bananas with their lockdowns. I've, I've yeah, seen dude. some videos on like, is that the current year? It's, it looks like old prison footage. Uh, yeah, it's it's like <laughs> I don't know I don't what's going on over there. I, I, I don't, I don't want to get too political. Yeah, I mean, this, just... this, this was this is this is the most lockdown city uh, in the world. So that's great. <laughs> <laughs> And then I'll tell you, hey, what was weird. Then they just opened. It was like we yeah. reached the vax target. And then it was just bang, everything's open. And I was like, right. sitting there like, yeah, I was like, I forgot how to socialize. Like, help me. <laughs> like, everything's <laughs> back open. Gyms, this and that. And like, I, did, I didn't even know how to react. It was like really, it was really, it was a really harsh adjustment to go from right like six weeks of locked up and then just bang. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Here I spent like I spent like two years basically working from home. And I'm mm. doing like a massive air quotes under the table right now that you can't see. <laughs> and then now we're just getting back to a regular schedule. And I feel like yep. it's such an imposition on my life. Like, how dare you ask me to come to the office five days a week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it you can't do that. Yeah. I've, I've, yeah. <laughs> this is, my life is napping till four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, 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 an email yeah, or yeah. two. Yeah. How dare you take that well, away from me? Yeah. The way I see it is like, as long as the work gets done, mm. Yeah. Then the work gets done. That's yeah. that's my opinion. But yeah. And I the work will get done. So. <laughs> and you will make yeah. your game before the end of next <laughs> yeah. year. All right, Jordan. It's time to delve into some rapid fire. Yeah, sure. And we'll learn more about you as human beings. I learned a lot sure, about you already. Love yeah. horror, love history, 
all good stuff. You get a crazy head. I love it. My head's all right. It's a bit crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, I, I like I said, it takes a special kind of person to make a horror game. I mean, game dev yeah, alone, but horror, I think, is uniquely special yeah. because it's it's a lot. And I do it's, I do yeah. admire you for that endeavor. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, the big guys won't do it. So that's Some, true. Someone's yeah. gotta do it. That's true. I appreciate that for keeping my favorite genre alive and well. It's in good hands. I got gotcha. you. Like I got gotcha. you. You got me. All right, Jordan. Um, let's see where to begin. Oh, this is a fun one. Um, let's say you could, you had a chance to take a cutesy, kid-friendly franchise like an Animal Crossing or a Mario and corrupt it completely into a horror franchise and you're given free reign like all right jordan it's like dealer's choice like whatever you pick you can have it and you can make it as terrifying as you like uh, what would you pick or, you, or even a, a child's cartoon yeah well, what I would you being, i think you being do? trapped on an island with uh anthrop- anthropomorphic animals <laughs> your whole existence is already yeah while hard. being in debt to someone it's like yeah. indentured servitude yeah, yeah. It, it, the horror rights itself already I mean, the undertones of animal crossing are <laughs> they're already there and then you try to leave the island by boat and the only other yeah. place you can go is another island with more animals yeah <laughs> yeah you're not doing much it's like all right i'm just yeah. gonna make animal crossing <laughs> yeah. oh gosh well, that's... oh that's great <laughs> I'll tell you what, um, I was thinking about Luigi's Mansion the other day. Oh, okay. And I, was, I completely forgot about that game. But that is like basically survival horror. It is, which I yeah. never even really thought about when I was a kid playing it. But it's basically like Resident Evil style progression mm-hmm. where you go through the mansion and you unlock doors. Um, but that, that, that already, already exists. So. Right, but you, could, but you could like <laughs> take the cartoony element out of it Oof. like you go into a mansion you find like mario's corpse and mm. <laughs> luigi was just on like a plumbing job and yeah it all seemed normal at first and then have they yeah. ever done that like have them go on a plumbing job they should do you that they never should legit plumbed, have they <laughs> they should legit have mario like okay i'm done with peach for a little bit <laughs> Let me just go on a, yeah. on, a, on a nice little plumbing job for someone, and then yeah, he, some he's hygiene. Never, he's never actually plumbed, has he? He hasn't yeah. plumbed. We've never seen him plumb. Wow, I never thought of that. That'd be an interesting yeah. game. You have to yeah. fulfill contracts, plumbing contracts, and oh, that's that's the horror. <laughs> Nine to five from Mario. <laughs> he has a real job. <laughs> go to his bills are due. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> holy yeah, that's shit! My, that's that's my answer. Nine to five. Mario. At the next, the next game jam you're at, Jordan, just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just get that going as soon as possible. Uh, um, funny. on that's the funny. other side of that, if you could work on an existing horror franchise mm. of your choosing, which would that be? Mm. You know what? I I, I think that. Resident Evil is in a, re- a really good place right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like Capcom has a pretty solid idea, although you yeah. never know they could always fuck it up again. But right, <laughs> they've, done, they've done that before. 
Yeah, maybe um, like in one more sequel, like that's how the trend is. Yeah, like they make three yeah, or exactly. four a good game, and then they kind of fuck yeah. up completely. So <laughs> we'll get yeah. back to like you know watermelon bicep, Chris, in no time. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like that's the way it's already going. But um, <laughs> but then you have Silent Hill, which is just like in the gutter in the sewer. Oh God, so I feel like if I was going to you know try and fix in quotes anything. Mm my my brain w- would be best served uh with silent hill but yeah it's yeah. you know it's funny looking back at all of the western developed silent hill games like they all had something that wasn't terrible about them it was just they were trying too hard to mimic what silent hill was supposed to be like they yeah. thought yeah. there was a blueprint yeah. when there really yeah. wasn't a blueprint no, what that series was, and they thought, well, okay, mental trauma, guy with the pyramid <laughs> with a sword thing. I think, yeah, that's what they thought. Literally, just mental right, trauma. <laughs> um, <laughs> spooky transitions, and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. weird fleshy creatures and fog. That's yeah, all, and yeah. a siren. That's it. That's yeah. all it is. And we can build yeah. around that, but that's I ne- yeah. I never actually played those uh, the, the western ones, but um God. like yeah I've, I've just watched videos and kind of they they really seem like they've missed the mark completely, mm. but it's the, the about, best description is that they're cover. it's like a cover band yeah yeah that's the impression yeah. That I got. yeah the thing about the, the the classic silent hills it's like a lot of their what's special about them is like these really kind of intangible things like the sound design mm. and it's like the atmosphere. It's it's not just mm-hmm. the fog. The fog is part of it, but right. It's not just that. It, it's it's a lot of sound design. It's Akira Yamaoka. Mm-hmm. It's what else is it? It's um. Even it's a lot of ha- things that they don't show. Yeah, even just having him like, oh, don't worry, he's on the he's on like he's doing the soundtrack. It's fine. That isn't that isn't enough though. Yeah, I feel it's, it's about yeah. creating those special moments in the yeah. game. But that's a whole different conversation. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What is, yeah, seriously. Um, What is the dumbest way you've ever injured yourself? Well, I've been very lucky to to be relatively injury free, Mm -hmm. (laughs) considering (laughs) that, like, oh man, considering that I've I've basically like trained martial arts my whole life. Oh, wow. Okay. And to you. yeah so I'm, I'm very lucky i've never actually broken broken a bone mm. a lot of a lot of like ligament tears a lot of mm. overuse injuries um actually here's one i got one for you okay <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay well there's a there's a there's like a punching bag um, hung up like in my backyard and let's just say that it wasn't installed properly and <laughs> it's it basically back. held uh, worse it's, it's held up by a steel beam and uh, oh god I, I punched it <laughs> a bit too hard and the, the steel beam came off and basically concussed me and i was like half knocked out like no one it was just me by myself like just trying oh, to get a workout no. and i hit it too hard and the whole steel beam weighted down by by a heavy box bag fell on my head and i was literally just like on the ground like oh uh, like <laughs> dazed and um, shit. yeah, I went to hospital. I shouldn't have even been driving after that to be honest, because I was definitely a bit like 
half concussed. So maybe, maybe <laughs> that's where I got my good ideas from. <laughs> <laughs> so that was. Um, I think that's your origin story. That's like your game dev <laughs> origin story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that when like really, the psyche yeah. split. And you're like, I'm gonna make games. That's a totally yeah, exactly. insane career to yeah. pursue. It's like gonna yeah. drive me totally insane and burn me up yeah. before I'm 40. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was definitely like the just the most ridiculous thing I've ever done for sure. <laughs> Luckily, there was no lingering headache or anything. Mm. Good. That was just of. stupid. <laughs> um is uh, is cereal a soup? Hmm. Um, cereal a soup mm. no soup has to be warm unless you there warm you up go. the cereal yeah was that oatmeal if, yeah <laughs> if you warm up if you put the cereal in the microwave right then it can be soup then i'll then i'll allow it to <laughs> then you'll allow it okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right fair enough um a pineapple <laughs> on pizza yes or no Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's yeah. acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. Um the power of flight or invisibility. Hmm. Flight. Flight. Mm. Yeah. I mean what what am I what am I gonna see when I'm in like what why be invisible? Like what what am I gonna see? What what am I gonna see that I'm not already gonna see not be and do I really, really want to say that? <laughs> you see, that is a fair answer because I, you know, I usually tend to lean more towards invisibility and yeah. people think that <laughs> I'm a pervert or just, I would do bad things. <laughs> I feel like you would regret like 90% of the things that you would see while being invisible. <laughs> so. <laughs> would you, would you rather fight 10 horse-sized ducks or a hundred duck-sized horses hmm. the small horses i mean mm. i think if a duck was that big that would be pretty dangerous mm. ducks are like ducks are like psychos as it is and, and they're not yeah. even big so could you imagine if they were like yeah yeah so <laughs> <laughs> What word best describes you when you've had too much to drink? <laughs> Just have to remember to last uh, Saturday. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, a bit too, how do I put this? A bit too trusting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. In that, yeah, you just believe I'm a very friendly drunk, friendly drunk. Got yeah, it, got yeah. it, got it, got it. And certain yeah. things might be happening where I'll look back the next day and I'll be like, That was weird, that was weird, and I should have just left. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I in this guy's house? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> oh, was that you? <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, would you rather have one real get out of jail free card or a key that would unlock any door? Like a, a literal, like if I go to jail, I'll be let out. You just show the card. 
It's mm. like, oh, you're going to put me in jail? Here's my card. And what was the other I'm one? Done. Or a key to unlock any door. Well, except for your jail cell, obviously. So. <laughs> um, I think it'd be good to have that get mm-hmm. a jail free card. Mm. So I, don't, I, don't, I don't intend on committing any uh, hate. Right, but just in case. Crimes, but just, yeah, yeah, just in case. I feel like yeah. just in case someone wronged you yeah a little too mm-hmm. much and you want yeah. to exact some measure of vengeance but not you know not inflict bodily harm but do something that would land you in yeah. jail for a small yeah. amount of time like if someone's like watching like, my trailer know, and they ask right. for battlefield 2042 right they can set their car on fire yeah. you know well, yeah that's yeah. a big deal yeah, <laughs> yeah i'll take the card <laughs> <laughs> um oh. what was the last game you played that had a really big impact on you. Um, God, I, I really just wish I had more time to play. I, mm. I've, I've been playing like no games of the past year, mm. which I really oh, you know. hate. Reach back. I've been trying to play through. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've been trying to play through uh, Metroid Dread, which I love. Mm. Um, it's just really hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, last game. Mm. Yeah, I think that chasing Emmy is a little bit much. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm just like, yeah. like I lo- I love the game to death, but mm. before you get like jacked up on your abilities, it's like it's a little bit overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. and it's a little bit repetitive. Right. How many times you have to do it? Um, right. But it's it's still a great game. Mm-hmm. I think the last game, the last game that I really like was absolutely enthralled in, mm. and like, like took like my life away from me was probably red dead two and i think that's wow was probably for a lot of people because that was a while that was like already three years ago Mm -hmm. that was probably like the last time in my life i really like had that commitment to like (laughs) enjoy a game game. yeah and before that it was probably breath of the wild Mm. um ever since then there's been good games that i've played but nothing that's really really stuck with me well that's your reward for finishing your game next year Oh uh, man, I'm gonna take six months off, and I'm just gonna play. Just play Breath of the Wild too. Yeah, it's like it's it'll be there yeah. waiting for you. Yeah, when your game yeah. comes out, you can yeah, ignore hopefully. all the feedback, all reviews. Like I don't care yeah, what you think about it's my game. Not my problem anymore. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you hate it. I don't care. I'm playing Breath of the Wild <laughs> like, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, what was the last terrible game you mm. played? Like a game that you gave it on a shot and you were just, this is not a good game. This is just not good. This might be a bit controversial. Ooh, I love a hot take. I actually was recently going through a Castlevania kick. Mm -hmm. I was was playing through some of the old Castlevania games. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just really craving it for some reason because I haven't played those Mm -hmm. games since I was a kid. It's a great series and then the advanced collection came out like, oh okay yeah. all right and i was like because those games are like fairly short and i was like this is like a right. perfect like short game i can kind of play i can't really yeah. commit anything too long and um i played through circle of the moon and uh, it was okay I, I was enjoying it for like the first like hour and then after and then i some for some reason i committed to it and i finished it and then afterwards i was like that was kind of shit is it like, the card? Is it the card system that turned it's you the off? The cards or? and it's the, the sprinting. 
and the level the design is terrible. Yeah, level design was really really bad because <laughs> the only game out of those three that I've ever actually played was uh, Aria Aria of, so- of Sorrow. That's a good one, and I love that. That's like one of my favorite childhood games. Yeah, and, um, and I was like, oh, I'll play through the, these first two because I've never actually played them, and um, I was like, wow, Circle of the Moon was really not great, and for some reason, I just subjected myself to it. Even though I had so much other work to do, I was just like, oh, I'm finish this. God. There's so many great games that are out there, and you're playing. You know, I, I play old games all the time. I'm guilty of that. I only but... play old games, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Like, it's funny. Like, I bought Deathloop, Guards of the Galaxy, um, Tribes of Midgard, and some other games that were on sale. And I bought a new monitor. I'm like, ooh, I can play all my PS1 games, and it'll look really <sighs> nice and clean. Yeah. Uh, yeah. in like 4k <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, was, and i'm going through my library and i just found this thing called steam rom manager mm. so i'm importing all my like ps2 games into steam <laughs> yeah. I'm like i want to play dark cloud i'm gonna play like I'll tell you what, Rose. <laughs> a lot of time like a lot of the time like going through that management process of like organizing like ROMs or like mm-hmm. is, is funner than actually playing yes. the games. <laughs> just like just that, seeing that pristine yeah. library, like this is my collection. And you yeah, have this exactly. pride. Yeah. Are you gonna yeah. play it? No? But I have no, all the Neo Geo. Definitely games. not. <laughs> They're there when I want them. Yeah. Yeah. I went it's through like, I went through a phase like that as well. Yeah. It's like you gotta get them all. It's like, yeah, yeah it's I have like all the crash. virtual board games because I want to play and what are yeah. two good ones sometimes you know like yeah. wario or mario's tennis um <laughs> you know i've always wondered right <laughs> playing a game as a game dev do you turn yeah. that part of your brain off <laughs> or are you like critiquing because in my professional life i'm an events mm. planner uh-huh. manager yep. so when i go to like a concert or an event I'm always looking for flaws. Like this is wrong. This is wrong. This, this, this queue sucks. This check-in system is garbage. And I can't turn that part of my brain off. Is that what it's like for game devs when you play a game? It's like this, this UI is trash or like, what is that like? I'm just curious. It's, it's like, to be honest with you, it's basically permanently ruined my ability (laughs) to play games. Like, and I wish that was not the case. And I know there's some oh, devs horrible. out there who can switch it off because mm-hmm. they'll like be talking about on Twitter how they play this new game. I'm like, I can't, I just can't turn it off. Um, it's really bad. I think the only games I can turn it off for, actually, there's none. Mm. <laughs> now that I think about it, even like playing Metroid Dread, which is like a great game, like I'm, I'm right. loving it. I'm just like constantly thinking about the level design and the progression and just like constantly i can't turn it off whereas when when you're like when you're like unwashed when you're like uncursed and you're just like a normal person you can just play and you don't like you don't unless you're like a hardcore gamer you don't like like you'll you'll play a game you'll be like oh this is amazing but you can't really pinpoint why it's just like everything culminating it's the level design it's the atmosphere sure but when when you're a developer it's just like you're just picking apart everything and it's just like uh, yeah so unhealthy yeah so i I don't know if i can ever enjoy a game again oh good lord (laughs) um and finally i think i have to ask you this question what scares you 
Excuse me. What makes you get a little? Mm. What what's the what's the ooga booga in your life, Jordan? In my life, <laughs> my life has a lot of ooga boogas. Um, nothing fictional at this point, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm scared of I'm scared of failure. Mm. I'll say that I'm scared of putting my life into something for four years and have it fail. Mm. But I think that's I think that's a reasonable fear, yeah. <laughs> um, and that's why. I work nonstop to mm-hmm. the point of unhealthiness sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess that's, I guess a lot of indie devs can relate to that. Like, I think that's yeah. kind of almost a universal experience, especially mm-hmm. when it's a solo affair. It's like, and, yeah, your first game too, no less. Yeah, exactly. You want to, you want to, you want to leave a good impression. You want to open up uh, yeah. more opportunities and, and more doors and do more like of that. this in the future it's like yeah exactly yeah so yeah, it, it's it. a lot of pressure yeah. yeah yeah well fortunately i i have to say judging about how the game looks and plays and having spoken to you for the last hour i think you have something really special thank here you. yeah thank you. and i really cannot wait to play it awesome next year yeah, i'm glad to hear yeah so with that where can we follow you and conscript Give us all yeah, the social sure. media links. Sure. Spiel. Yep. That. <laughs> so hit me. Yeah. Um, you can follow Conscript on Twitter, which is at Conscript Game. Um, you can just check out the website, conscriptgame.com, and that will take you to hmm. everything. You can join the Discord from there. Um, wishlist the game on Steam, pretty hmm. please. Yes. I beg you. <laughs> <laughs> because that is, you know, I know a lot of people wonder why indie devs just constantly won't shut up about wishlisting their game algorithm baby it's the algorithm yeah exactly yeah. Right. it's basically the only way you can like predict success in, yeah. this, in this in this industry so that would be very appreciated if you could do that on steam um also there's a demo out which mm-hmm. was recently updated a few weeks ago and um it's fairly like it's a fairly big chunk of gameplay it's like about an hour at least so you know give it a go give me your feedback mm. And yeah, have fun with it. And I'll, I look forward to seeing what everyone thinks about it. There you go. I think that's having a demo there goes a long way because you kind yeah. of earn that wish list because like exactly right. You're yeah. you're you're showing a piece of yourself. Here's a part yeah. of my soul, yeah. people. Yeah. Take it in. Exactly. Exactly. Want right. it. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh and with that, Jordan, thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun, dude. I mean, no, thank you for having me. Yeah. Game looks great. Thank you. you know your stuff and I cannot wait. Thanks awesome. for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. And thank you listeners for joining us once again on the Dual Screens podcast, the world's number one indie dev interview podcast, probably. <laughs> until next time, war, what is it good for? For making some boss-ass game premises. That's what it's good for. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. Take care. See ya.